Well, praise the Lord. Welcome, everybody. This is the day that the Lord has made. I don't care what kind of week I had. I don't care how hot it was. I don't care how hot it is today. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. How about you? Well, I'm just glad that the Lord gave me another day to see him, and I am just excited about who he is. Uh, you know, it is, he's, he's like no other, you know? I don't know what I would do without the Lord. You know, so much is going on, but he's got this. You know, you see those signs out in the yard. Some people's yards and some churches have them. It says, he's got this. You better believe he's got this under control. Amen. All of this, whatever's going on in your life and you or his child, huh? he's got it under control. Uh, another thing about it, even he says he reigns on the unjust as well as the just. So God's got the whole world in his hand and I don't say hands it don't take him two hands he could probably whoosh, slam dunk that thing whatever it is in your life he's got the whole world in his hand in his hands and I'm so glad about it today well I tell you um a lot has been going on today uh, this week, uh, of course, we all have life, such is life. But let's go ahead and pray our way into being together with Him today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, God, that you are the God of our salvation. That no matter what the day looks like, no matter what the times bring, you are still in control. God, we thank you that we can come to you, that that you see even before we ask, but you say ask, God, hallelujah, ask and it shall be given, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened to us, God, many of us are asking, seeking and knocking and we are patiently waiting in this. We're pressing into you. We're trusting you for all things. We're trusting you for the prayers, God, that we're sending up for our loved ones to be saved. We're trusting you for the prayers that we're sending up for provision and opportunities to come because of the situation that's going on in this world today. God, and we know that you hear us and we give you the glory, uh, the honor and all the praise I do. How about you? Amen. Amen. All we need is Jesus. All we need is him. Amen. Whew, I tell you, what would we do without the Lord? I have no idea. We truly would be lost. Truly. But you know... I was thinking about something today, and really it's been a, a witness for me all week in that we got some things going on and happening, but if it wasn't for the people that poured into me, 
the people that ministered to me in different ways. I'm talking about good people who helped me along the way and spiritual people that helped me and prayed for me along the way. I don't know where I would be. I'm saying I just don't. But you know what? God is faithful in all this. And him being faithful also gives us an urgency as his believers to be faithful too. Amen. And that's something that I just want to make sure that I'm doing, that I'm passing it along, that I'm doing all of what I'm able and capable of doing to help somebody else. Well, I want to talk about legacy today. Legacy. Now, legacy defined, you know, the definition of legacy. What what does it mean? Folks want to throw around legacy, the word, the term, but legacy is a gift by will, right? So, especially like of money or or an other personal gift. For an example, uh, someone would say, uh, well, she left us a legacy of a million dollars. Okay. And it's also like something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past. The legacy of the ancient philosophers, huh? For example, uh, the war left a legacy of pain and suffering. Yeah, that can be a legacy too. The good and the bad. Yeah, the challenging. All right. Well, you know the drill, huh? You know the drill. Go get your Bible. Yeah, because we're going to use it. We use it every week, and I'm hoping you use it every day. And here's another thing, too. Now, you can get your Bible in by listening to the Word or uh, different um, uh, versions. Uh, well, actually, not so much version, but you version, different applications. They have audio Bibles that are great. I know uh, some of my family, they use audio Bibles. Uh, of course, getting in it and reading it for yourself and marking it up, coming back to it. Though That's always great, too. So uh, just get that word in best you can. But let's go ahead and look at Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 through 26. Now, this is in the New Testament, and Matthew's the first book in the New Testament, okay? And it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside selfish interests, and take up his cross, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow me believing in me, conforming to my example in living, and if need be, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me. Verse 25. For whoever wishes to save his life in this world will eventually lose it through death. But whoever loses his life in this world for my sake will find it. That is, life with me for all eternity. That sounds good to me. Verse 26. For 
What will it profit a man if he gains the whole world, wealth, fame, success, but forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Come on now, that right there is profound. You know, legacy is, is yeah, we get the, the material things, the money things, uh, things that people leave us or whatever. But if all we think of is let it, legacy is monetary, then we're really missing the point. Because really the true legacy gift, come on, let's say it, is what God did for us, giving us eternal life. Amen. Let's look at Psalm chapter 145. We're going to look at verses 1 and 2, and then we're going to look at verses 4 and 6. Now, Psalm is in the Old Testament, but I want to take a look at that. Now, remember, the psalm is, is kind of a song, and that's something we enjoy, don't we? We love our music. We love our Christian music, our gospel music. We love all kinds of music. Well, these are scriptures that are uh, written, and they were written in a song format. And, of course, this is a psalm of praise, and David wrote this psalm. So let's look at it. I will exalt you, my God, O King, and with gratitude and submissive wonder, I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and lovingly praise you. Yes, with all inspired reverence, I will praise your name forever and ever. Verse 4. O generation, one generation, one generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty and remarkable acts. People will speak of the power of your awesome acts and with gratitude and submissive wonder, I will tell of your greatness. Amen. So focusing in on verse four. It says, one generation shall praise your works to another. That means telling the older folks will tell the younger folks about God. Yeah. It says in the word of God that the older women are to teach the old younger women. Yeah. So it's like with, with anyone. You know how your favorite, when I was a kid, one of my favorite people in the whole world was my bigger cousin. She wasn't that much older than me, but she was older than me. And I really, really loved her. She blessed me and poured into me. Hmm? She would help me with things. Well, that's a legacy. When you take and you help and you encourage and teach someone something, that's a, that's a legacy. That's a teaching legacy. And we're to take the word of God as our generation. And then we're going to praise and tell and teach and give that information to another generation. Amen. Oh, wow. I tell you, you know, God is he's faithful and we should be too. All right. So 
let's look here. Let's look at at verse. Let's look at Second um, Timothy verse chapter one verses one through through six. And here, this is tell somebody about Jesus. Tell somebody about Jesus. Hmm. Now, Second Timothy is in the New Testament, and this book is a book that was written by the Apostle Paul. Of course, the Apostle Paul, great man of God, wrote most of the New Testament, especially to the to the Greek or to the uh, we have the Jew and then we have the Gentile believers. That's us. That's me. I'm part of the Gentile believers. And with that, he had a young mentee. Now, Paul was the mentor. He was the one doing the teaching. But then there's a guy named Timothy who received all that teaching, who was blessed by Paul and who was glad to get it and learn and then then work in it, operate in what he learned. Well, you know, there's also a an African expression, an African-American expression or proverb. And it says, each one teach one. Yeah, each one teach one. And that's what we're to do. Each believer should teach what they've learned to others. Right. And especially uh, parents or aunties, you know, uncles, people who have embraced the word of God. We're to take that word and we're to teach others about it, no matter where we are in the understanding, hmm, because we can read the word and then share it as the word says. So our interpretation is cool, right, because we can just take and read it and then Share what we've read with ourselves and with others. But let's look at two women in the Bible who passed on the legacy of the Holy Scriptures to the young man named Timothy. As it was told by his mentor, the Apostle Paul. All right. Now, so let's second Timothy chapter one, verses one through six. Paul, an apostle, special special messenger, personally chosen representative of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed by the will of God, according to the promise of life that is in Jesus Christ to Timothy, my beloved son. Now, remember, this is a letter. This is a, a word, a message that Paul was writing to Timothy. It says grace mercy and peace, inner calm and spiritual well-being from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I worship and serve with a clear conscience the way my forefathers did, as I constantly remember you in my prayers night and day. And as I recall your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I remember your sincere and unqualified faith, the surrendering of your entire self to God in Christ with confident trust in his power, wisdom and goodness and faith, which first lived in the heart of your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice, 
And I am confident that it is in you as well. That is why I remind you to fan into the flame the gracious gift of God, that inner fire, the special endowment which is in you through the laying on of hands with those of the elders at your ordination. So what Paul was reminding Timothy of is that there were two great women in his life. That was his mother and his grandmother. And what does that say to us as women? Uh, as women, young women, uh, young, young women, teenagers, uh, big mamas from from 12 to 120. Right. What does that say to us as women that we can pour into younger people and bless them that when we especially have something to say and something to share, it's good for us to do just that. Amen. Amen. Lois and Eunice. Yeah. And of course, it doesn't have to be the women. Of course, we want the men, the young men. I love to see brothers do great things. Oh, my goodness. Kind, strong brothers, patient brothers. Yes. Oh, wow. That is like none other. Huh? The strength of a brother, controlled energy, self-control. Oh, wow. That is just that that is a mag that's magnificent. That is something that men should aspire to be. We call that that's being called meek. Hmm? Not weak. No, no. Meek. Controlled energy. Subject to the Holy Spirit of God. Yeah. And women, that's what we're to do. Share and pour into our children. Now, I want to make a point before the time gets too long here. You know, we as women have a lot on our plates already. I get it. I've been there. I've done that. But God will also give you the strength and the wisdom if you have children, do your best to raise them. Yes. With the father there, wonderful. It's great because children, we need to have fathers and mothers in homes. Right? But if you find yourself in a way to where the father is not in the home, still do your best, do your part to pour into your children. We might, as people, you know, might not, I wasn't able to give my kids all that. Mm -mm, no, uh, I did my best. I worked hard. As a matter of fact, I worked all the time so that we could have a roof over our head and provision. But what's most important, just like the roof over your children's heads, Provision, clothes and food is spiritual word to train them up in a way they should go. So when they get older, they won't depart from it. Leave that legacy of the Lord. Leave that legacy of Jesus in their hearts. Do your best to pour into your children spiritually. Amen. 
Praise God. That's a very important thing to do. Amen. I don't know what I would do if it hadn't been for the Lord. I keep saying it, and it's so true. Let's look at 2 Timothy. Now, let's look. Still, we're in the same chapter, same book, same chapter. Let's look at verse verses 7 through 12 now. All right. And it reads, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Woo. Hmm. Just that verse alone, verse seven is a, it just tells what God's spirit does, who God's spirit is and what he does in our lives. He touches our spirit and our, his spirit, that Holy Spirit touches, touching our spirits, give us, gives us the ability that results in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. So if you find yourself as a believer in, you know, you're not quite there with the self-control you know you freak out going through and all that keep at it stay prayerful keep the word in your face keep come back to second timothy verse one chapter seven hide that word in your heart memorize it so that you know the truth about what you're capable of doing and then Give yourself some discipline in that and some strength in that word to know what God says. And then you'll you'll be able to be victorious in that. Let's look at verse eight. So do not be ashamed to testify about our Lord or about me, his prisoner. But with me, take your share of suffering for the gospel continued to preach regardless of the circumstances in accordance with the power of God, for his power is invincible. You know, folks want to run around talking about power, money, power, respect, money, power, respect. Remember that jam? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, God's power is invincible. It is invincible. Try it. Huh? Try it. And what Paul was saying is, look, don't be ashamed of me. Because, see, Paul was in a bad way. Paul, like, he stayed in jail. He was what they were calling good trouble. We lost a great civil rights activist and powerhouse in the polit in politics and here in the United States of America, Brother John Lewis. And he was testifying that the legacy that Rosa Parks and others like him would tell him would be get in good trouble. Hmm. There's some trouble worth getting into. And here is where Paul found himself. He found himself in good trouble. He was going to preach that gospel, declare it no matter what. He found himself arrested in jail so many times. Oh, boy, went through. But he pressed in and did it anyway because God's power is the true power. Huh? Didn't he just say it? It's invincible. 
Let's look at verse 9. For he delivered us and saved us and called us with a holy calling, a calling that leads to a consecrated life, a life set apart, a life of purpose, not because of our works or because of any personal merit. We could not, we could do nothing to earn this, but because of his own purpose and grace, his amazing undeserved favor, which was granted to us in Christ Jesus, Jesus before the foundation, excuse me, before the world began eternal ages ago. Verse 10, but now that extraordinary purpose and grace has been fully disclosed and realized by us through the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ Jesus, who through his incarnation and earthly ministry abolished death, making it null and void, and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of this good news regarding salvation. This is why I suffer as I do. Still, I am not ashamed, for I know him and I am personally acquainted with him who I have believed with absolute trust and confidence in him and in the truth of of his deity and I am persuaded beyond any doubt that he is able to guard that that which I have entrusted to him until that day when I stand before him oh my goodness this is so rich hmm Paul said look I suffer I go through now if you're not saved you're going to suffer and you're going to go through anyway. That's just the way the world is. As human beings, we live in a fallen world. We're going to suffer and go through. Paul says, I suffer and I go through, but I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I know him. He says he's personally acquainted. Hmm? That's why he's not ashamed because he really know him. A lot of people say, oh, well, that ain't, I tried Jesus, but it ain't work. What are you talking about? Hmm? Try him. Get to know him. Paul did. And he has the ultimate testimony that he has entrusted his life to God. So to the point when he stands before him on that day, there'll be an account of well done, thou good and faithful servant. We will all stand before him, every single one of us. And God is able to keep us so that we can stand victorious in the blood of Christ before our almighty God. Woo! <laughs> I tell you, I love him. Of course, we talk about attributes. And an attribute that... I have, I just feel and I see it. We have, there are many attributes about God. But God is glorious. If we want to give a legacy, he's glorious. He is infinitely beautiful and great. There are some saints 
I tell you, when, when you think about, give a shout out to your mentor. Hmm? There was one mother that we had at the Apostolic Church of Jesus Christ. Hmm? Mother Harris. And one of Mother Harris's victory battle cries was glory. Hmm? Mother Harris ministered to me. Yes. And many others. Evangelist Inez Jones. Oh, my goodness. What a powerful woman of God ministered to me. They left legacies. They left legacies, not just me. Hmm? But they poured into people. Let's be that way. As disciples, as God's people, let's pour into people. Amen. Let's do it. Woo! I tell you, God is just wonderful. He is so wonderful. Amen. You know how we do it. All right. Hmm. How do we do it? Now, you know that um, they were referencing uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 16. So Romans chapter 1, verse 16, it says, and I'm reading this in the King James Version, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Hmm. Are you ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ? For it is the power of God unto salvation. Yeah. That's who saves us? He is the word. He is the gospel, the good news. Are you ashamed? Yeah. I think that as we go through life, we need to not be ashamed. Mm, we need to share. And not be ashamed. Leave that legacy, that heritage of the word of God through our lives and to other lives. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe it in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you're not ashamed and you want to, you want God to be your personal Lord and Savior, you want him to save you, he's made a way. First thing, that heart, we repent, we say, I'm going to turn away from God, turn away from sin and turn towards God. I'm going to turn away from all that displeases God. And we profess it with our mouth. We say it. Yeah. And we believe it in our heart. That God raised Jesus from the dead. And we rise in victory in the newness of life. 
We walk and learn in his word. If you want to get to know him better and be saved, pray this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you are headed in the right direction. And of course, to help you uh, continue your journey uh, with Jesus, you can visit our website at the uh, www.lfhhm.org and uh, click on the Discipleship Resources tab there and you will see um, a, a pamphlet called um, The Road to Salvation and you can read that and it will give you a 
you know, more clearer understanding of um, your relationship with the Lord and how to hang in there. Amen. And amen to uh, Sister Joe Richards. Amen. Thank you for joining today. My sister Yossi. Hey, praise him. Ro, Sister Ro is in the house. Amen. Now, I'm going to tell you, yeah, Elder, uh, let's see, um, Dr. Clark, Dr. Anthony Clark is in the house. Sister Yvette Latham. These are wonderful. You're talking about some powerhouse people of God? Oh, yes. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to check out uh, Sister uh, Latham's, uh, she sends out links to different uh, prayers. She, I don't know if she's still doing that, but she was sending out some links to different prayers and getting your day started. Of course, uh, Dr. Anthony Clark is a, uh, he's a pastor and he has a great teaching ministry too that, uh, comes on. He has a Bible class that comes right on Facebook. So he does a Facebook live, uh, sister Yoshi, Yoshi. I call her Yolanda. That's that's my baby sis, huh? She is a blessed woman of God that has a wonderful children's ministry that she supports with uh, with a ministry called Duck. It's an acronym, and they uh, are a great ministry on the west coast, east coast. They're on the east coast there. So, and let's not Sister Roe and Joe Richards. These are wonderful women of God. They also help out with the youth. They help out with the youth at uh, First Baptist Church here in Oak Grove. They help out the, the youth in, in other ministries at uh, Faith Community Church in Oak Grove. These are powerhouse people of God. Amen to Felix Fella there. Uh, God bless you. And any that I haven't um that I can't see here in this little live feed. Uh, we've been working on some things. We got some things. Now, I'll tell you about business. Now, anytime you pick an application to work with, uh, anything that you do, it's part of your business. And you can pay for it like a year in advance. And if it works, it works. But, you know, see if you can get something and, and test it out for about 30 to 90 days if you can. Because sometimes you'd be wanting to upgrade, and you find out that that particular software doesn't do what it is that you need for it to do. So uh, I think we're we're getting close to coming up with some reasons why um, our little chat box. And so anyway, we're working on that. Keep us in your prayers. Amen. Keep us in your prayers. Uh, there, uh, another thing too. We are we have uh, the links to the playlist so all the songs there is an inspirational playlist on the youtube channel for lfhhm so if you go out there to lfhhm youtube you will see that there's a playlist out there for all of the songs that we play that we've been playing so if you like the playlist of songs that we've been playing, you can go there and definitely keep the artists in mind. If they have a website or, you know, if you want to subscribe, there's, you know, to their channels, you know, definitely do. You know, I tell you to support uh, ministry in, in uh, any way that we can. And if you feel inspired by God to do those things, definitely do it. Don't forget to subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube channel or Facebook pages and all of the media formats. 
Um, you know, you don't have to have all of the notifications, but definitely um, take advantage of supporting your uh, your eh, teams that reach out and, and preach and teach the Word of God uh, because it, it's the legacy. It's a legacy that they're sharing. It's a legacy that we are sharing with each other. Amen. And you get your legacy going too. Praise God. I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.